Good morning, sports fans, bettors, and cappers, and welcome to the Daily Competitive Hedge Podcast. I'm your host, Kenneth Cotterell, and this show is all about sports and the world of betting. We talk about results from yesterday's games and wagers before diving into today's betting slate. Got up this morning, got a good workout in, and am ready to go. So our episode today is brought to you by our sponsor, Bet99. Bet99 is a Canadian sportsbook and casino that offers in-play betting, player props, and many more great products. There are a variety of sports available on the website to bet on, and Bet99 works smoothly on both desktop and mobile. Their mobile app can be downloaded from the homepage of their website. Now, depositing and withdrawing funds is hassle-free with a number of well-known methods available to use so you know your money is safe and secure. The website can be viewed in both English and French, and customer service is available 24-7 on their live chat option. So go to bet99.com to make an account. Use promo code SHOOTERS to get started, and please gamble responsibly. You must be 19-plus years of age to do so. So let's talk about yesterday's betting recap from the show. Overall, a solid day. We went 2-2. and We were plus 0.29 units. Uh, the, the losers that we had yesterday, we did have Middlesbrough and Sunderland, both teams to score 1-0. Bit of an unfortunate result for us, given that Sunderland did have the majority of the possession. Uh, they did have eight shots as well, so they just couldn't put one past the keeper, and that happens sometimes in the footy world. Then we had Calgary 26-18. to Calgary just came out flat, didn't play a great first half, and were unable to recover. They were down 8-7 to at the half. Then they scored a couple touchdowns to open up the second half. Looked like we might get the cover there at minus 13. Unfortunately, Edmonton scores late, and so they win by just eight points. Now, our winners from yesterday, the ones we want to highlight, Validoid 1-0 Moneyline at plus 142. Now, shout out to Sean Wiesman. He scored in the 93rd minute, looked dead in the water. I was watching this one and that Middlesbrough result, expecting to go 0-2 on the footy side. But we were able to snag a late winner there. So shout out to Validoid for picking up the money line win at home. And then Clemson and Georgia Tech. Low scoring game in the first half, 14 to 3. Felt really good about the under 52. Luckily, we bought that point though, because a lot of points scored late in this game. 41 to 10 is the final. Had we not bought that point, we would have pushed here. So That's why sometimes it pays to go and get that point with a little bit less value, but in order to ensure your bet hits. Now, on the Clemson side of things, they didn't look great in that first half. DJ was okay at the quarterback position. He was 19 of 32 for 209 yards and a touchdown. But then Klubnik, that five-star, comes in four for six, 50 yards and a TD. The one thing we learned last night about Clemson, that is an elite defense, and if they can figure things out offensively, they may be a title contender this year. 
Now, other game results from yesterday. Toronto, they won 28-8 over Hamilton. It was tied 8-8 at the half, and then Toronto goes on to outscore them 20 to nothing in the second half. Bethel McLeod-Thompson, he had 298 passing yards, two touchdowns and two interceptions in the win, and Brandon Banks scored two times for Toronto. On the Hamilton side of things, Jamie Newman and Jalen Morton were abysmal at quarterback, 16 for 31 for 185 yards and two interceptions in the loss. Now, when we're talking other news from yesterday, Paul Pogba, he's set to have knee surgery and could be out for the World Cup. This is major news for France, given the fact he is a major part of their midfield. He's a great distributor for them. Didn't look great with Man United last year, but since he had made the move to Italy, we thought that he would be much better. And so, unfortunately, it looks like he's going to be missing some time. This France team is still good, but they have not looked the same since they won the 2018 uh, World Cup. They got bounced pretty early in the Euros. They still do have guys, though, like Mbappe and Karim Benzema, Antonio Griezmann, and Rafael Varane at the back. So this is going to be a good France team. Just the fact that they're missing Pogba will be some major news, and they're going to have to patch that up pretty quickly. Now, Mitchell Trubisky, he was named the starter yesterday for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I know this is a bit of an unpopular opinion amongst Steelers fans, but they brought him in for a reason. They also made him a co-captain, along with guys like Najee Harris, TJ Watt, and Hayward. So this is a... This is a Pittsburgh team. I think the over-under win total is around seven and a half. Don't really know where to go with this one. Uh, and Mike Tomlin at the helm there. So Pittsburgh, we'll see if Trubisky's the guy. He played pretty well in Chicago before losing the job there. And then he went and backed up in Buffalo last year. So we'll see if Trubisky can recover. And then we'll give you the quick MLB rundown from yesterday. Uh, we did have the Yankees 5-2 to two over the Twins, the Blue Jays 7-3 to three over the Orioles, the Brewers 6-4 to four over the Rockies, the Rays 4-3 to three over Boston. I did make the mistake yesterday of live betting my own team, and of course they blew it soon after, so I'll take the blame on that one. The Nationals won 6 to nothing over the Cardinals, the Jays won 8-4 to four over the Orioles, White Sox won 3-2 to two over the Mariners, the Diamondbacks blanked the Padres 5-0, Astros did the same to the Rangers, 1-0. Guardians, 6-5 over the Royals in the 10th. The blowout of the day was Angels, 10-0 over the Tigers. And then to cap it off, the Giants, 7-4 over the Dodgers. Every time I seem to take Dodgers' run line, they lose outright. So stay tuned for that from this show so you know when not to bet the Dodgers' run line. Now let's talk about today's slate of games. There's a lot on this slate today. Mostly we're going to be focusing on the Champions League side of things, but we do want to chat about some WNBA playoffs and some MLB as well. So let's start with the WNBA playoffs. This could be the end of two series tonight. You do have Chicago taking on Connecticut. This game tips off at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Now, this one yesterday was essentially a pick 'em. It appears to be sitting right around there this morning as well. Now, I do think this one's going to go to a fifth game, but I can't get myself to bet on this game. When you have a pick like this, and I don't think that Connecticut has the best player in this series. In fact, I know they don't because Candace Parker is clearly the best player in this series. It's hard for me to go and bet against the defending champs, even if Connecticut's at home and I think they're a solid team. Just can't do it. So this is one that I'm staying away from, but I would keep an eye on today. And then the one that I'll be watching Seattle versus Vegas, 10 o'clock Eastern time. 
Um, I think a lot of people are going to go with Seattle here, if I had to guess. A lot of it will have to do with the fact this is Subert's potentially final home game of her career. And so if she loses tonight, I don't think a lot of people are going to be going that route. I just think the way that they lost that last game, it was a heartbreaking loss for them. Bird looked like she was pushing it to two to one for Seattle and instead Vegas steals it in overtime. So that heartbreaking loss, I think Vegas is clearly the best team in the WNBA this year. And so this is not a part of my official card, but I do lean Vegas. And I also don't have it a part of my card because I'm an Aces fan and I don't want to get wrapped up in it today. So going to stay away from that one now. MLB slate wise, as we keep saying, we're not betting MLB anymore. We had a very rough August as far as the MLB slate goes. We do have some leans though, as far as these games go today. So these are the leans that we have. I would be leaning Rays minus 155 money line versus Boston. You got Drew Rasmussen on the mound for the Rays and the fact that Boston blew that lead yesterday. I just think the Rays at home are going to get the victory. Now, Boston does have a rich hill on the mound, but the Rays at home, they've won seven of their last 10 games as well. So they come in playing well. So that's why I would lean Rays. Then you have Minnesota and the Yankees under seven. You got Garrett Cole going for the Yankees and Joe Ryan going for the Twins. Now, even if both don't pitch gems today, I think at least one of them will. And so that under seven line, I see this being a four to two type game maybe three to two. And so I would lean the under seven there. I would also take the over seven in Atlanta versus Oakland. Now, this is a tough one for people to probably be sold on because Kyle Wright's going for Atlanta and he's 17 and five on the year. He's got a 2.85 ERA. He's pitched really well all year for the Braves, but I think Cole Irvin, he's going to get into some trouble today. That Braves lineup is lethal with Acuna and Riley and all the other guys that they have there. I just think I need one or two runs from the A's. I think you could get it out of the bullpen or maybe Wright gives up a run or two here. And so I like the over seven there. Then you got the Padres money line minus 165 versus Arizona. Now they got blanked yesterday, five to nothing. In fact, the Padres have lost three in a row. I think they're going to bounce back today. This is a good bounce back spot with Joe Musgrove on the mound. And the fact that they're at home today, I just like the Padres money line overall. So that's one that would be the final lean on the baseball side. Now let's chat Champions League soccer. This is where all of our plays are going to come from today. We've got three. So we're going to touch on the games that we're not betting, but maybe some leans that you might want to take if you're looking to make a couple more wagers. So Borussia Dortmund, they're minus 286 at home. They're taking on Copenhagen at plus 750. Now, this game, it kicks off at 12.45 Eastern time. Dortmund, they started strong in the German League this year. They got four wins out of their first five matches. And Copenhagen has not started well in the Danish Superliga. They are sixth place. They've got four wins, but also four losses already on the campaign. So I don't think this is the same Copenhagen side that we saw last year that played well in that Danish Superliga. Now, the early lean for me... I would go Dortmund first half money line at minus 141. This is a game where I could see them grabbing an early lead and maybe just hanging on to it. I think it could be 1-0 or 2-0 finish, but I do think that they're going to get that first half money line. It's not an official play because I don't know enough about what the struggles have been with Copenhagen for me to make a uh, fair prediction here, 
So we're going to stay away, but that would be my lean with the Dortmund money line. Now, Dinamo Zagreb, they're plus 533 versus Chelsea at minus 193. Same kickoff time at 1245 Eastern time. Zagreb, they've dominated out of the gate in the Croatian League. Seven wins and a draw, plus 17 goal differential. And let's face it, Chelsea has not been impressive to start the year in EPL. They're sitting in sixth place, but it's a pretty fortunate sixth place if you really look at it. They had the Everton penalty to win 1-0. Then you had the West Ham VAR that waved off the goal that would have tied it in the game on the weekend. So I'm not fully sold on this Chelsea side. Now, it's not an official play, but I would actually risk taking double chance for Zagreb. I think everyone's going to see the name of Chelsea and they're going to say, oh, they'll dominate this match. But it's tough to go and win in other places in Europe, especially to travel all the way to Croatia. So at plus 136, it's a bit of a riskier play for the double chance. If you're not willing to go that far, plus one at plus 100. I, I mean, all they have to do is lose by one at home. And the fact that they're rolling coming into this game, I think that would be a fair wager. Once again, not in our card, but one that we would lean heavily early. Then you got Benfica, they're minus 400, taking on Maccabi Haifa, who are plus 1,000. Now, 3 p.m. Eastern time is the rest of the times that these games go at. So Benfica, they sit on top of the Portuguese league through five matches, five wins in five games. They got a plus 10 goal differential, so they're winning by an average of two goals when they do it. Now, Maccabi Haifa, they're sitting second in the Israeli league, three results and just a plus five goal differential there which for a lesser league, we would expect a little bit more. Um, and so Benfica, they come in as heavy favorites. It worries me, but I can't take an upset here, especially a team that's plus 1,000 or for them to even get the draw. The one that I would be intrigued by, under three and a half goals at minus 143, going to stay away overall, but that would be an early lean for that match. Then you got RB Leipzig. They're minus 400, taking on Shakhtar Donetsk who are also plus 1,000 like Maccabi Haifa were. Now, Leipzig, they are ice cold out of the gate for the Bundesliga. They have just one win in their first five games and a minus three goal differential. Shakhtar, they come in, they've only played three games. They got two wins and a draw in uh, the Ukrainian league. So this is a bit of a lesser league there. I just don't know enough about these two sides to truly bet it. I'll be honest, (laughs) have not sat down and watched a single Bundesliga or Ukrainian League game yet this year. So I'm going to stay away from this one altogether. If you want to go ahead and bet it, maybe go the Leipzig route for them to get back on track. But there's not much value at minus 400. You're going to have to look at a spread to get some value. And then you've got Sevilla. They're plus 750 at home, taking on Manchester City at minus 286. Sevilla, they're ice cold to start in La Liga. They're sitting in 17th place. No wins in their first four matches either. And they're taking on the tournament favorites. Manchester City are heavy favorites too, plus 230 to win in Europe this go-around. So I do think that City are going to get the result. I just don't know what it's overall going to look like. I really wanted to go and take the Holland player prop for any time goal, but minus 173 is a little bit too juiced. Also have to confirm that he's going to play today. I don't see any reason why he wouldn't, but going to keep an eye out for whether he starts today. Now, I do get concerned that the fact that City has faltered in Europe the last number of years, um, I don't think that's going to happen today. I would take first half money line at minus 141. But overall, if you're looking to do a future bet, I don't know if Man City's the team 
for me. I talked about it yesterday on my live show with Walker Bailey over on the Off the Ball Netting, Off the Ball Network betting account that I liked Milan and I liked Bayern Munich as two potentials to play for future bets here in Europe. Now, let's talk about our official hedge plays. These are the three games that we're going to bet on today that we feel confident in, and so let's get right into it. Celtic, plus one versus Real Madrid at minus 125. Now, I'm probably going to sound crazy given the fact Madrid, they've won four in a row to start La Liga. They're a plus seven goal differential. They're the defending champions in this tournament as well. But I think Madrid was fairly fortunate to get through and win that final last year. I still think that they're probably the best side in La Liga this year because it's a bit of a down year there. But that being said, Celtic, they are rolling out of the gate. They've won all six of their Scottish League games. They're plus 24 goal differential. So they're winning matches by four goals per game. Now, I'm not saying Celtic are going to win this match, but they have picked up results in this tournament before. They famously knocked off Manchester United in this tournament. And so the fact that they're at home today, I can get them to win by or draw or win this match for minus 125. And if they end up losing by one, I push. I feel very good about that. At the very least, I think they keep up with the defending champs. And so I would also like Abida or Furahashi to score for Celtic if they're going to, as they both have six on the year in the Scottish League. Now, PSG and Juventus is our second play, taking both teams to score at minus 124. Juventus have not got out to a hot start in Serie A. They've won just two of their first five games. PSG, on the other hand, they've won five of their first six games, the other one being a draw in League One. And they've got a plus 20 goal differential, so they're beating teams badly when they do. So one thing to note is the fact that PSG, they have given up four goals in those first six games. And that's against some inferior competition. Let's call it what it is. The French League is not a part of the major leagues. They just have some major players there and major money being pumped into Paris. So I think PSG still is going to win this match overall, but I do think Juventus is going to find a way to put one past the PSG keeper. So we're going to take the both teams to score at minus 124. And then to cap it off today, AC Milan money line versus Salzburg at plus 105. Salzburg are first place. They've won uh, six of their first seven matches in Austria, a plus 15 goal differential there. Now Milan, they sit in third place in Serie A but they have 11 points through five games, none of those being losses. They are averaging two goals per game there, and so I think they're sneaky contenders here in Europe with players like Giroud up front. So I like Milan Moneyline today to get out to a good start because I like them overall in this tournament, and a big road result today versus Salzburg is the way to do it at some plus money. But thank you everyone who tuned into the show today. We're going to be going back to doing Monday through Friday, 8.30 a.m. Eastern time for these shows. NFL is almost upon us. We're going to have some NFL plays for you on Thursday. More Champions League plays tomorrow as well, as we've got another eight games there, and even some Europa on Thursday as well. So we appreciate everyone who tuned into the show today, and we'll see you guys tomorrow for the Competitive Hedge podcast.